I just want to bring some awareness to the fact that so often we let ourselves down so much more than we would ever let anyone else down. And it actually shouldn't be that way. We should be our our priority. We should make ourselves and our health and our goals and our desires a priority and treat them that way and not let ourselves get in our own way. Hello and welcome to Grow By Design, the podcast for high performers, giving you the tools you need to dream big, achieve your goals and create your champion's mindset. I'm your host, Jess Green, and it's time to be game changing. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode. Today I'm wanting to discuss something that impacts all of us and we wish that it didn't, but it does because we're human, Um, but also there is ways to not do it and there's ways to work around it but it is something that we're all so guilty of and that is self-sabotage. So today I want to run through how to stop that self-sabotage, how to set new non-negotiables and how to actually take action towards your goals. So the reason that this episode has come about, I have just finished my competing season which has been eight months of absolute discipline and clinical grind. I haven't missed a workout or skipped a meal or anything or had an extra meal or anything like that. So my motivation and my discipline has been incredible. And I've had to set up lots of different tools and techniques and habits and trick myself so that I don't fall into that trap of self-sabotage. Obviously, there's been periods of time where I've slipped up and things like that, but I have had to really put into place some of these things that I want to run through with you today because so many people look at what you know, athletes do or anyone who's working towards a goal who does stay really strict and really does stick to that plan. The number one question that I always get is how do you stay so motivated and so disciplined? And the answer is that I don't, but I have tools and techniques that allow me to stay on track even when I'm not feeling super motivated. So there's ways that we can work around that and there's ways that you can overcome that self-sabotage because we've all been there and we know what we should be doing, but we often don't. And so one of the key things that I want to run through today and the key question that I've got for you is why do we do the things that we do when we know what we know? And this is a question that I very early on in my personal development journey heard from Dr. Libby, and this was mostly around say food and things like that. So it was why do we do the things that we do when we know what we know? Why do we eat the whole packet of biscuits when we know that's not a good idea. Why do we skip the gym when we know that we shouldn't? And it's not to beat ourselves up about it, but it's just to recognize, okay, why am I doing this when I I know better? I'm a grown adult and I'm not sticking to my word. So this is one of those scenarios where you know the drill, like you set a goal, you read the books, you listen to all the podcasts, you know all the theories, you know what you should be doing, but somehow you're still in the same place or you're not moving any closer to your goals. And this can be in any area of your life. This can be in your diet, in your health, in your exercise, in your relationships, in your money, anything. We make promises to ourselves, and then we break them. And often we take our own promises to ourselves and our own goals as something that's kind of negotiable. Whereas if we were in a relationship scenario or a work scenario, if we said that we were going to do something, we stick to it or we most people try to and we really we really do but for some reason we have this weird 
ability with ourselves that we negotiate ourselves out of the promises that we make to ourselves. So what I want to run through today is just bringing some awareness to that and how you can actually go about overcoming that because we do all know that feeling you know, you, you know, you should choose the veggies over the ice cream. You should do the cold showers, all these things that you should do, but you don't, you know, why don't you? And we do things, even though they don't align with our goals, we let ourselves take shortcuts. And I almost think that when we think about it, like, why do we do this? Sometimes I think that it's almost a guilty pleasure. Like for me, I just see that sort of, it's like you get to be naughty and break the rules and you set ourselves up like the rebellious kid who's disrupting the class or something like that. But it doesn't serve us. And it's one of those things that in the short term, it feels kind of good. Like, oh, I'm just going to skip the gym today or, oh, it'll be fine. I'm just going to let myself do it this one time. But then I've definitely been here and I know that so many people are as well, that once you let yourself, you let yourself down, like if you make a commitment to yourself and you say, I'm going to get up early and go for a walk and then you don't do it at the time, you're like, oh, it's fine. I'll just do it tomorrow. But then as the day progresses, you fall into this kind of cycle of self-pity and then you beat yourself up and then you feel negative about yourself. You talk down to yourself and you wonder like, why did I let myself do that? And you, this kind of cycle starts again. So that's not a fun place to be like this whole ongoing, make a promise to yourself and then break it. That's not a healthy relationship with yourself. And yes, sometimes things come up and you know you have to change your plans or whatever but I just want to bring some awareness to the fact that so often we let ourselves down so much more than we would ever let anyone else down and it actually shouldn't be that way we are we should be our our priority we should make ourselves and our health and our goals and our desires a priority and treat them that way and not let ourselves get in our own way so today I want to give you some ideas on how to break this cycle and then just provide a bit of a different lens into what that actually looks like. So the first important thing to understand is why do you let yourself do this? And sometimes this can be a really uncomfortable question to go through. And depending on the goal, it might be slightly different depending on you know why you let yourself get away with this. It might just be the fact that you've never actually really thought about it before. It's just a habit that you've fallen into that you actually just let yourself get away from sticking to plans. And it might not be until right now you realize hey, I'm actually cheating myself. There's a reason I'm not achieving my goals. And unfortunately, that reason is me. So it's a bit of an uncomfortable place to be. But I want you to have a think about the last time you let yourself down or the last time you self-sabotaged. And this can be kind of an uncomfortable process to go through. I recommend, say, like journaling on it or thinking about it or talking it through with a friend. It's quite a good way to just bring some awareness to that. So I'm just going to run through what some of these reasons might be. One is that you actually... Maybe you don't want the goal that badly. Maybe you have set yourself this target, but you actually don't really care that much. And so there's two ways here where either, okay, maybe you need to change the goal, but if it's something that continues to be there, it continues to linger around, maybe you actually, you do, but you just need to reframe it. So ask yourself the question, do I really want to achieve this goal? If you don't, that's okay, but then you need to take it off the goal list. You need to take it off the to-do list. If it's something that you actually don't want to be doing, you need to remove it out of your life because otherwise it's just going to be continuously lingering there, making you feel like you're not achieving it when actually it's not important for you anyway. Another one is that it could potentially be something around your self-worth. So if you don't believe you're good enough or worthy enough, or you don't 
value yourself enough to actually follow through on this goal. And that's a really big one. You are important. You are powerful. You are capable. And sometimes if you don't have the self-worth or the self-confidence or the desire to prioritize your own goals and your own kind of health and wellness and things like that, that's going to also be a trap. So you have to prioritize yourself. That self-worth piece and that believing that you're not good enough so you don't follow through on your goals, that's a really big thing that you actually need to spend some time digging into. Another one might be the fear of actually achieving the goal. And this is something that sounds counterintuitive, but it does actually come up in terms of sometimes you think that you want to achieve this goal, but also you know that if you do, your world might change a little bit. So if it's something around your career or your relationships or even your health and wellness, making and achieving this goal, it then puts you in a whole nother realm. And sometimes that's quite scary and that can actually be really valid. And those are, those are valid feelings and emotions, but you can't let that stop you. You know, this world is, and this life is to be lived. And so if you're holding yourself back by the fear of achieving the goal or the fear of actually going through the process of, you know, working towards your dreams, again, that's something that I really encourage you to journal on. I really encourage you to be brave and step into that fear and own it. So the next one's a bit of a a tough love, but potentially the reason that you're self-sabotaging is that you're actually just lazy (laughs) and you're actually just letting yourself be lazy. And to get shit done and to achieve a goal, you have to put in the work. And I'm really sorry, but that is the brutal, honest truth. Like for me to get on stage, I have to go to the gym and I have to eat to my macros and there's no other way that I'm going to get there. So what my point is there is that you actually have to be honest with yourself. Are you just being lazy? And discipline is a muscle. And that is something that it's not a genetic trait if you're disciplined or not. It's a skill. So if you're identifying that I actually just let myself get away with shit because I am too lazy to push myself, motivation and discipline and sticking to a plan, it's actually something that you can learn and it's a muscle. So it is something that the more that you stick to certain things, the more that you show up for yourself, you actually get better at doing that. And that's something that I've definitely learned from training and from having a really committed schedule in the gym. It actually translates to all other areas of my life. So I know how to be disciplined for work. I know what it looks like to try and save some more money and things like that. So it's a skill that can be learned is this sticking to it when it gets tough. So I really encourage you to say, to have a look and just see, okay, am I actually just being a bit lazy? I actually need to practice doing things when I don't want to. So that's a really important one to learn. The next one kind of leads on from that is that maybe you don't actually have the daily habits that help you. So it's a really important thing to have a look at. You might decide, okay, I'm I'm actually not being lazy. I'm here and I'm ready to do it. But maybe you actually haven't adjusted your daily routine to allow for this kind of stuff to happen. So if you want to eat healthily, but you don't take the time to prepare healthy meals and you get to work and then you don't have any food for the day, so you buy something out and about, you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. The same thing if you want to get up early, but you're going to bed too late, you're setting yourself up for failure again. So identifying, okay, where in my daily routine am I actually just not setting myself up? If you know that in the, you're not a morning person, like set your clothes out the night before, go to bed early, set 12 million alarms if you need to, 
but take the steps that actually help you make that easier because otherwise it's just going to be really hard. So try and look at all the different ways that you can make it easier for yourself. If you don't want to meal prep, maybe you look at a meal prep company. Maybe you buy the instant packet rices. They might be slightly more expensive, but hey, they're going to be nice and easy. So what are the ways and the daily routines and the habits that you can break or change to help set you up for success? So there's obviously lots of different reasons as to why you might self-sabotage. And again, it can be different across any goal, across anything, any area of your life, it might be slightly different. But I do encourage you to have a look and see, okay, I actually just keep sabotaging myself here. I keep breaking the promises to myself. Like, why is that? And what do I do to fix it? So there's definitely things that you can do about it. And once you identify, you know, why you're doing it, you might, again, you might not even know that you are. So bringing awareness to it after this, listen to this podcast might be really helpful. But there are things that you can do. So to start off with, as I always say, like making a plan and get in having a goal is all about first getting really clear on what you're trying to achieve and then really understand why it's so important. And again, that understanding why you want to achieve this goal will help with some of those initial things where maybe you are slacking off because it's not that important for you. But identifying a really strong why is going to help give you more motivation throughout the journey. So then you make a plan and then you get the mindset right. So this is the next key piece, making the plan, getting the mindset right. And so this is where I like to bring in what I call non-negotiables. So this is really how I guess I have learnt the mindset and the game plan to actually be taking action and making those small steps forward and reducing that opportunity for self-sabotage. So the first couple of things is all about changing your language. So that is instead of saying, oh, I'm trying to go to the gym every day, I'm trying to eat healthier, I'm trying to do this, instantly that is letting yourself be the type of person who's trying to do something but not actually getting there. If you change your language to an I am statement, instantly you become the type of person who does achieve these things. So if you're trying to quit smoking versus I'm not a smoker, or I'm trying to go to the gym every day versus I train every day, or I value my health and wellness and I choose healthy options, those words automatically, as you start to say them and repeat them to yourself and to those people around you, it instantly changes the intention. So I kind of learned this because I'm actually also a celiac, so I'm gluten-free. And this was one of the things that really helped me along my my discipline with food, I guess. That kind of scenario where you know you shouldn't have the whole packet of biscuits, but you kind of do anyway. I learned to say no to food and manage food because I was in a really challenging place with my food because things were gluten-free. So I literally just couldn't eat them. So it was a, no, sorry, I'm actually not able to eat that. And it gave me a good scapegoat because a lot of people then obviously they're not going to force you to eat things that you don't want to, that whole kind of peer pressure around eating and things like that. But it gave me a really clear understanding of the different languages. So I now say that I I train every day and I enjoy putting my health and wellness first as opposed to trying to do something. So just being aware of the type of language that you use can really identify and determine the intention behind that language. So leading on from that, it's all about the chatter in your mind and it's all about the way that you talk to yourself. So be aware of what you say to yourself. 
One of the things that I love to do is identify when I'm starting to talk myself out of something. So I just make it non-negotiable and I just cut the options. You know, that moment where you're like, I should go to the gym or I should get out of bed or I should have a cold shower. And you then start to make justifications or you start to let yourself begin that journey of of self-sabotage. And it's a slippery slope. I know that I do it all the time when I get in the shower and I'm like, I should have a cold shower. And then I get it and I'm nice and toasty and warm and I'm like, oh, nah, I just kind of need to keep my body nice and warm at the moment, which is not true and not at all relevant, but it's something that I can feel myself start to talk myself out of it. And I know if I'm lying in bed and I'm meant to be getting up and going for a walk and I say, oh, it's probably raining outside or I went for a walk yesterday. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do this, not going to do that. And I used to do this all the time when I was trying to become a runner and a marathon runner. And I didn't really like running, but I knew that if I wanted to become a triathlete or do this running, or I I also kind of had this, I was in that cardio bunny kind of treadmill thing where I just thought that I had to do lots of cardio to, to create the body that I wanted. This was when I was back in uni and I would lie in bed and talk to my, try and talk myself out of going for a run. And what I actually ended up doing was saying, okay, you don't have to go for a run, but just go for a walk. And then just go from there. No running, just get out of bed. Generally, once I was out and walking, I was like, oh, I'm out. I might as well just start running anyway. So it was being aware of that chatter and also kind of like talking myself into certain things. But also I could feel myself like negotiating with myself. And I'm so sure that I'm not the only one for this. But what I've learned to do is identify that that's what I was doing. And I was trying to get out of, you know, taking action towards my goal. So now when I catch myself doing that, I actually just say, oh, that's actually, I can feel myself negotiating. I'm actually not going to be doing that. And then from there, I generally like remind myself of what my goal is. I remind myself of the big picture. I remind myself of my why. And then I just block it out and get to work. Obviously, sometimes that is like a little bit tough on yourself, but it's important to identify and be aware of the fact like when you are trying to talk yourself out of things and then you actually just cut in with your next voice in your head and say, actually, no, this is my goal. It's a non-negotiable. Just get to work. So I often write down my non-negotiables as well, because I just find that it helps keep my goals front and center and my why. And then I also change my, my habits and my daily routine. So I think I've mentioned before that often I found it really hard. I know that if I was to leave, say my run back in my uni days to the afternoon, I would never really do it. And I would always like talk myself out of it. I'd have the whole day to, to find a reason not to do it. So I would change my habits and I actually do it, did it first thing in the morning. So that then it made me become used to that, get up, go for a run, do something. So changing your habits and your daily routines. If you know that you want to get up early for a certain reason, make sure that your nighttime routine is supportive of that. Make sure that your morning routine is supportive of that. If you want to be eating healthy food, make sure that you've got time for meal prep in your in your week so that you're setting yourself up for success. So another great way to do this is to have an accountability person. And that is someone that you can message or call on. Maybe you have a friend or a partner or a sibling that you can share what your goals are. You can share why they're important to you and you can share with them the moments where you start to feel yourself slipping or where you start to let yourself maneuver your way out of taking action. And so it's just allowing 
someone else to be aware of your goals. And I think sometimes sharing it and putting it out into the world and having people aware of it makes it more real. It also holds you more to account. So having a really supportive accountability person who can call you out when you are just being slack, they can also then be a really good sounding board. Like if you are exhausted and actually you do just need to take some time out, they can call you out on that. But more often than not, you're kind of just being lazy. So having someone say, hey, remember this is your why. Remember that you made this promise to yourself. You owe it to yourself to stick to it. I think that's a really, it's a really powerful thing. So having a really good accountability person is amazing. And then finally, so the next things that you can do here is just actually, (laughs) sounds horrible, I'm sorry, but get better and get tougher on yourself. So I want you to change the way that you think about this. This isn't about being horrible to yourself. This isn't about beating yourself up. This is actually the opposite. But this is about you holding yourself accountable for your goals. And also because on the other side of that is so much positivity. So I want you to really think that actually your goals are important and you are valuable and you are capable of achieving them. But you need to show up for yourself. And for me, this has definitely shown up a lot in my life where I actually just had to get tougher on myself and call myself out and hold myself to a high standard of you are someone who sets goals and you are someone who is going to work to achieve them. And I didn't want to let myself down because there were so many times in my life where I set a goal sort of early on and then would let myself get away with not following through on the actions. And then I'd be really upset and really disappointed in myself. And I got to a point where I didn't want to feel like that anymore. I didn't want to feel like the person who set the same goal year after year and never achieved it. I didn't want to be in the same place that I still was. So I actually had to be tougher on myself and in a really positive way. And so some scenarios for me, like I was in a really dark place with my body image and my health and my body deserved better than me hating it all the time and my mindset deserved to be treated better and I couldn't keep quitting on my goals I couldn't keep revisiting this yo-yo dieting cycle I couldn't keep beating myself up for not achieving what I wanted so for me I actually had to be disciplined in terms of sticking to my plan I had to really look at the way I was talking to myself I had to look at my daily routines and I had to give myself the support and the guidance that I needed and the continuous beating yourself up and that self-sabotage, you deserve more than that. And it's going back to this whole, why do we do what we do when we know what we know? Often it's because we don't actually value ourselves enough and we don't put ourselves to, we don't hold ourselves to those high standards and then we feel upset. So I really encourage you It sounds like a tough love kind of thing, but you have to get better at holding yourself to account because you are worth it and you are the only person who can deliver on this stuff. So I hope that that's kind of an interesting way of looking at things and I hope that it gives you just a moment to reflect on where are you self-sabotaging? Where are you not showing up for yourself and what can you do to change that? So the things In quick summary, the things that you can do to change it and start a path of taking action, showing up for yourself is to change your language, is to change the chatter in your mind 
is to get new non-negotiables. It's to write those non-negotiables down. It's to change your daily habits and routines, to get an accountability person and to get better and tougher on yourself in a positive way because you are worth it and you are the one who needs to prioritize yourself. So I hope that that was interesting. And if you found some value in this episode, definitely let me know. I would love to know what you are letting yourself get away with and what you're going to be changing now uh, after this because you are worthy of achieving your goals. You are deserving of everything that you want and you are the one who has to show up for yourself. So don't let yourself down. Don't beat yourself up, but just approach it with a mindset of, of love and deserving worthiness because your mind and your body and your soul and your life and all the people around you will be so much better off for it. So there's so much light at the end of the tunnel and self-sabotage is something that can be solved, treat it like a problem and solve it, treat it like an opportunity to improve. And if you found this episode interesting or if you know that there's someone who would really value listening to it, I would love you to share it because I just think that the more that we can spread this message, the better. You can follow me on Instagram at jessgreen1 or grow by design on Instagram. And also, if you loved this episode, make sure that you're subscribing. If you want to leave a review or a comment, that would just be incredible as well. Thank you so much for listening again. As always, I am so incredibly grateful. I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your week. Mm-hmm.